There comes a point in time in many adults' lives where they eventually want to find a long-term partner. Throughout my life, I've always envisioned myself eventually getting married and having kids at some point. Growing up the way I did, uh, I grew to see it as almost a required step in life. Most of my friends' parents were married, and being a churchgoer for a large portion of my childhood reinforced the expectation as well. The funny thing about it was that throughout my teens and into adulthood, my actions as well as those of a good number of my peers didn't necessarily align with what you expect of people who have marriage somewhere in their plans. Here's what I mean. And so it took me over five years of adult life to actually think about this. But outside influences that I've actively taken part in, like hookup culture, watching porn, and the sexualization of women on social media, are all things that are warping men's perceptions of women in a way that is not conducive to long-term relationship success. And so just a side note, if you don't plan on getting married or being in a long-term relationship, then disregard this message. But anyway, here's how. Some of you, if not all, might agree that men naturally have a tendency to focus on the physical attributes of women they interact with, at least initially. Today's prevalent culture, as well as easy access to sexual content, promotes that mindset in a way. Let's look at hookup culture. When looking for a one-night stand or maybe a friends of benefits situation, personality and relational compatibility are most likely not the most important factors when it comes to who a guy is going to choose, if they even consider these things at all. And so it's easy to ignore overlooked traits that would be deal breakers for any type of real relationship because the intent is just to hook up. And so some people may not agree with my take on this, but I would say that this qualifies as sexual objectification because uh, no longer is the other person's personality, goals, ideas, or anything else important. Only whether or not they can fulfill a certain role, a certain function, which to be blunt is to help you get your rocks off. And for a lot of guys, uh, these women they have sex with become an item of sexual conquest. They are reduced to a number, another tally mark that's added to the body count we brag about. And of course, responsibility falls on the women too in this. By agreeing to let people use them solely for sex, they inadvertently are playing into their own objectification in a lot of these cases, even if there are mutual benefits. And so I want to make sure that the focus of today's episode is on us, since this is a men's podcast. But I think it's important to make this stuff known so that some of you won't run with the assumption that this is all on us and that we are solely responsible for the objectification of women and how today's culture has been shaped. And so continue my, to continue my point anyway, uh, we can even see outside of just hookups. Obviously, sexual objectification is the purpose behind pornography, too. Any man who has watched it is looking to see, not know, the women in it. Never in my life have I picked a specific model to look at in porn because I thought she had an interesting personality. I'll leave it at that. The models are feeding into the objectification of themselves and an unfortunate side effect of watching porn is that what's seen in the content can become an expectation some men will hold for women they come across in real life, leading to the objectification of those women too. And so according to a study by Brooks and Wright, sexual objectification socialization makes establishing healthy, intimate, and sexual relationships with women difficult for men because the objectifying media gives men unrealistic expectations about their female partner's appearance and leads to lower satisfaction in the intimate domain. Another example of that is the sexual, uh, I guess, the sexual nature of women on social media. And so on platforms like Instagram and TikTok, 
women are choosing to utilize their ability to objectify themselves from the pictures they post to the TikTok challenges they participate in. Yes, men objectify themselves on social media too, but it can't be denied that sexual objectification of men just isn't taken as seriously in society. And plus, women don't seem to be as prone to objectifying as men are for plenty of reasons. But anyway, women found power in being able to choose the terms and methods by which they will be objectified instead of being at the mercy of men when it came to that. And so I can see how this can be a form of female empowerment, but I think it just further feeds into the cycle of creating a mindset among men that simply glorifies the body and ignores the person within it. And so while men are still accountable for how they react to this type of stimuli at the end of the day, I don't think that anyone can be surprised when more and more men develop work perceptions from seeing women constantly presented as sex objects in the surrounding culture and media. And so some of the guys that are greatly affected by this end up treating women around them like the object that they see them as, pretty much throwing them away when they get bored of them like the Xbox game they beat a month ago. Like video games, they treat women as a means to provide temporary pleasure. We shouldn't objectify women, but taking a look at our nature as well as the stimuli around us that promote it should definitely provide an understanding for why it happens and why it's become a bigger issue today. And so now that I've laid the groundwork for the episode, I'll hop into my next point. Having this mindset where we've made sexual compatibility the primary focus behind our interest in women can pose as a challenge for us when we start to look for something long term. When looking for someone that we will spend a considerable amount of time with, personality, goals, morals, mindset, and genuine connection become much more important than they were for hookups. And so these are the type of things that give the relationship a chance of surviving. Personally, I don't think it's as easy as we would think to be able to just flip the switch and when we're ready to find a serious partner. You could almost say that some sort of a muscle memory has been developed that's counterproductive uh, to what we want to do. Think about it. If the majority of the women you're involved with uh, were chosen for sex, all that passive objectification doesn't just clear itself from your brain when you decide you want a wife. For so long, you've conditioned yourself to shape the majority of your interactions with women through sexual attraction, your primary instinct. And now you have to pretty much learn how to put that in the back of your mind and get to actually know the woman. This is something that's difficult for a lot of guys. And if you don't know what I mean, I'm sure you know or can find many stories about guys making the mistake of getting involved with types of women that offered very little value in the relationship other than sex. And the main reason the guys chose them is because of how attractive that woman was to them. As a result, a number of guys will end up getting attached to a woman that's not a good fit for them, or worse, get her pregnant. And this turns so many lives upside down. The guys, the women's, and most of all the kids. Their inability to control the urge to objectify led to dysfunction that will potentially affect their subsequent relationships and also that child's life. And so if a genuine connection had been what these guys had looked for instead of her body, they might have never even gotten that deep into the situation in the first place. Frankly, a lot less thought goes into picking what's perceived as an object as opposed to picking a person. That hookup mindset is still permeating within their brain to where they just pick whatever woman they can have the most fun with or the one that looks the best. Another factor that could be attributed to taking part in hookup culture is the tendency to test sexual compatibility before relationship compatibility. And so sex creates new emotions that cloud judgment. If you want proof of that, look at all the men and women that uh, were never married and end up leaving their partner to be single parents. 
The fact that they never committed to each other would lead you to believe that at least one or two of the people involved knew that things probably wouldn't work long term, but they stayed with each other because they enjoyed the sexual compatibility that they had with that person. And so unfortunately, in some of these cases, it took having a kid or multiple for one or both of the people involved to realize that it was time to end things. At the end of the day, it comes down to knowing yourself and having awareness of how sex affects you. And I just think that we should at least be you know, knowledgeable about the potential challenges. And so some of you might be wondering, is this really a problem? Or you might be thinking to yourself, I won't make these mistakes. Before I share action steps, I want to share some uh, statistics to give an idea of why those of us that want long-term relationships and families should be worried about this, or at least keep it in the back of our mind. Today, over 50% of married couples end up divorced. What that means is that it's likely that at least 50% of married people either picked the wrong partner and or someone in the relationship wasn't fit to be married in the first place. Those odds are not ideal. And I'm sure that what I talked about today has definitely contributed to a large portion of those numbers. There is plenty of research done about how the objectification that comes from watching porn has ruined the number of marriages. Dr. Samuel Perry of the University of Oklahoma reported that frequency of viewing pornography was the second strongest predictor of poor marital quality. And so since objectification results from the other practices that I mentioned, like hookup culture and then the use of social media, it's safe to say that they will produce some similar effects. Our character and goals shouldn't be circumstantially based in the actions or motives of others. Otherwise, they no longer belong to us. With that being said, let's take accountability moving forward, guys. Despite the circumstances growing in difficulty, any one of you who wants to give yourself the best chance at long-term relationship success must be ready to carry the burdens of responsibility and accountability that come with it. Not only does developing your character, identity, and mindset need to be a priority to prepare you for your future partner, but we also need to make sure that our actions align with the end result that we want. We should never let outside temptation have more control over us than our own will. Ask yourself if it's worth it to you to still partake in hookup culture. It doesn't make you any less of a man to decide not to. If anything, it's a sign of strength and discipline to be able to resist and control your urges instead of letting them control you. Don't fall into the same trap as many other men of letting others, more specifically women, determine your worth for you. A lack of sexual discipline has led to the downfall of many kings, emperors, celebrities, and politicians. This mindset of looking for validation through sex has also led to plenty of young men, as well as older men, never activating their potential because they spent all of their time and energy chasing women instead of following their purpose or finding it. And so if you still want to take the risk of hookups, just make sure you're smart about it, guys. At least you know the potential side effects now. Also, be careful about the type of women you spend your time around. Whoever you spend the most time with will become your accepted norm. And if you don't want your norm to be the type of women that don't align with what you want out of life, don't hang out with these type of women. Dating or spending time with women that place their sexuality at the forefront will be counterproductive to our future goals. The lens that we're trying to not let skew our vision for whether or not someone will be a good potential partner is the same one this type of woman is promoting for you to see her through first. And so this creates more difficulties when it comes to trying to gauge whether or not there is actual compatibility or just sexual attraction. Don't get me wrong. These women are normal people just like the rest of us. Everyone likes sex. Everyone likes to be accepted. 
a lot of these women are probably amazing people. But due to the fact that getting past the influence of our eyes and picking the right partner uh, is a serious challenge for men, it might not be worth it to take the risk with so much potentially at stake, i.e. half of your future net worth. <laughs> but uh, if anything, just place your focus on dating women that share a similar outlook. It's probably better for your uh, time anyway. And so another tip, don't subject yourself to sexualized environments or entertainment like porn. You'll just be reinforcing the bad habits that were mentioned earlier in the lesson. And so just to be completely candid, guys, uh, I have definitely not conquered any of these things that I mentioned. Uh, I still deal with these urges just like most of you. And so after doing research on these things and seeing how they affect men of all ages, I felt like it was my duty to at least share this knowledge with you all so that you can do with it what you see fit. And so hopefully this gives you guys something to think about, even if you don't agree. I hope that at least hearing a different perspective will um, spark some new thoughts or dialogue among you and your friends. And so if you have feedback, please email me at improvement one at gmail.com. And that's improvement with the number one, not the word one. Thanks for listening, guys.